Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the Corners of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today at Fortress of Faith. Well, folks, I, I want to dive into a topic that I've been kind of bouncing around in my head and heart for a number of months now. I've been noticing more and more of our world and government here in the United States and Western civilization and what I'm watching around the world that a globalism type of government is becoming more and more of a reality. And that is worrisome on many fronts. Nationalism is now kind of the dirty word, especially in today's political climate. I mean, uh, you're either loved or hated about your views about nationalism. President Trump is a very strong nationalist. He believes in in a nation being great and building a nation. But that is very unpopular amongst the young people today. Why? Because the liberals have been shaping the minds of our children and we're being fed a constant diet of this globalism in the media, in our entertainment world, it has infiltrated a great deal of our thinking. And now we live in such a society where the Internet and the news abilities with satellites and everything else. I mean, what's going on in the, uh, across the world that used to take days, weeks, and sometimes months of news to travel around the world about what's happened on the other side of the world. Now it, it, we're watching it instantaneously. And yet with saying that, you would think we would become here in North America, especially in the United States, more minded of the world events. And yet I find Americans are extremely ignorant about the rest of the world. They largely think they are the world. As a person, as an American who lived most of my life overseas, I see it the way foreigners see it. And it's kind of embarrassing, to tell you the truth, how little knowledge we have of the rest of the world. And we think our way is the only way. But anyhow, this, this globalism idea, ideology is growing more and more and more. I want to tell you what the Bible thinks about that. Uh, what is God's opinion about nationalism or globalism? The new ideology, what's, what's hip today, what's in today, is to be citizens of the earth, of the global family, the new world order. The old idea is living for God and country. You know, these are antiquated ideas, at least that's what they're trying to teach us, that this, this is old-fashioned, to live for king and country, as we did in Britain. It's old-fashioned. It's, uh, it's a relic. If you believe in that, you're a relic. You're a dinosaur. You, you missed the boat, buddy. You're not living in the reality of our day. And that's fed to us in the media and in our entertainment. It seems just about every spy movie, global spy movie of some sort, they're trying to give us the idea that if you still believe in God and country, king and country, and 
dying for your your country and and going to war for your country, you you've missed the boat. You're you're a relic. Now let me tell you what God says. First of all, understand this. God created only one race. Let's be clear about that, the human race. And the best verse, and you and Christians, please become familiar with this verse. Mark it in your Bible. Be ready to pull it out when you get into debates on racism and and all this type of stuff there. God created only one race, but he did create for us boundaries and habitations for our uh, for our nations. Let me read it to you in Acts chapter 17, verse 25, seeing that he giveth to all life and breath and and all things. Verse 26 and hath made of one blood all nations of men. So all nations of men come from one blood. God created Adam and Eve. And so we're all part of one family, the human race. So from one blood, all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitations. So their boundaries to their habitations and their habitations are given to us by our families. That concept was given to us in Genesis chapter 10, verse 5. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families, in their nations. So God designed for people to be uh, divided in their lands, after their tongue, and after their family, in other words, their relations, their people within their nations. So this is how God designed the world. But then there was a rebellion in chapter 11. The very next chapter, we have a rebellion. And there was a rebellion, an effort to try to unite man and to reach God and rule heaven. Remember Nimrod and Babylon and and, uh, and God confused their language, divided them through language. Language has a dividing factor. Uh, constantly, this was drilled into us in our missionary training. Uh, you've got to understand the language of your people. If you understand the language, you understand how they think. Because our language divides us. Even at British English and American English, there's a division there. And it's in our language. And uh, God confused them by dividing their language there and splitting them up. God has a desire for people to stay in their nations and for nations to create their own identity and their own culture under God. But we live in a day when there's an effort to unite the world together after World War One, the effort of the League of Nations was born to try to bring the kingdoms together, the nations together. Then after World War II, the United Nations was formed, again with this kind of mission to unite the world together. And now we're seeing a great illustration, a, you know, some have called this a mock run, a test run. I, you know, it's not a test here. It's not an assimilation. 
But what it is, it is an indoctrination. We're becoming more and more indoctrinated into a global mentality. And we saw the world unite together in an action to uh, take its citizens and control them, put them in their homes, and put them in their bubbles for a good cause. You're not going to unite people to willingly follow unless there there's the illusion of a good cause. Now, I'm not saying that that COVID-19 was all fake. That's that's ridiculous. That's, uh, you know, those who call it a hoax uh, that this isn't really happening. No, it's actually really happening. But it's certainly a an, indo- an indoctrination of us and we here in America, we are the, we're the final line for freedom. I mean, the ideals of freedoms to speak for yourself, vote for yourself, choose who governs you, choose to have the freedom to speak and, 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 and live according to your free choices, um, this ideal is has been uh, not quite fully birthed here, but certainly um, uh, the experiment of it, the glory of it, which was given to us by biblical teaching, has blossomed and been rooted here, and it's been our makeup. And we're the very people who are holding this for the rest of the world. And if the United States falls, and I'm... Um, the uh, I don't mean any offense to my neighbors to the north in Canada. Um, Many of you Canadians have told me your concerns and your fears. If America falls, if America loses its freedoms and becomes ruled by a, a form of government that takes away the freedoms of the people, if the United States loses it, Canada's not going to be able to uh, stand and be the savior of the world when it comes to those issues. If America loses, it's lost forever. It's lost to the world. So I'm here to tell you folks that we are that last line. But I've got <laughs> I've got news for you folks. We will fall. It is inevitable. It is going to happen. I've been telling you this. I've been sharing with you that the Bible predicts it. The Bible predicts very clearly that there will be a leader who will one day rule the world. And a one world government is coming. Now, um, the Bible, you know, who are we talking about? Who's that leader? Well, we call him the Antichrist. He will rule as a authoritarian, a despotic dictator, and he will rule the world. His power will be by the, from the devil himself. The Bible tells in Revelation chapter 13, verse 7, um, that power was given to him over all kindreds and tongues and nations, and that the earth will, that, that will dwell in will, will then worship him, We're told he'll rule from a city that's called the Great Whore. He sitteth on the Great Whore, referred to uh, upon many waters. And it tells in verse 15 of chapter 17 uh, uh, that the waters which thou sawest, uh, uh, which the whore sitteth, 
are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. And so he's going to rule the world from this uh, from this city. And, and so a one world government is coming. Now, in order for that to happen, the Constitution of the United States will one day come to an end. It's coming. What is worrisome is that it seems to be coming fast. Fast, fast, fast. More and more of these things are taking shape that is alarming. And another thing that I'm seeing what's happening is how quickly we are given over to lies. And it's almost like that strong delusion that the Bible speaks of in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11, that God will send them a strong delusion. It seems like the deceptions that's going on in the world today and that delusion and people willingly swallowing a bunch of lies from our government is coming at a fast pace. So what do we do about that? What do we do about it? Resist? Well, uh, I don't know how to tell you to do that or how we're going to do that. We certainly don't want to be aiding it. But I'll tell you what we should be doing as Christians. If there's ever a time that we should be more concerned about the souls of men and bringing them to the saving faith of Jesus Christ. Because, folks, it looks like the harvest is coming soon. And what do I mean by that? I, I believe that the Lord's going to rapture his saints soon. And if this is coming soon, we must be busy in the fields to collect the harvest to bring with us. So I'll be talking more about that in the coming days. So join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.